We wanted to take a second to address the current state of our nation and society. Too many black men and women have lost their lives at the hands of the police in the oppressive system we live in. The recent murder of George Floyd is not a wake-up call. It's just the same damn alarm that's been ringing from black men and women for centuries. We stand in solidarity of the many who are fighting, protesting, and raising their voices on the front lines to end police murder and brutality and systemic oppression of black people. Black lives matter. It's impossible for us not to address this when talking about a league and entity that is made up of almost 70% of black men. Our job as white men is to shut up and listen to the black voices and to amplify them. You can do this by donating to the many amazing organizations fighting this fight day in and day out, including Black Lives Matter, Campaign Zero, and Freedom Funds based in your city. Our podcast is designed to bring some fun and joy for a sliver of your day. Stay safe. We love you all. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. He's bare-chested and banging his chest. Now he runs the opposite way. He runs at the 50. He runs at the 40. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Welcome to Debates on Tap Presents Football, the show. But why do you even ponder passing? I mean, you can take a knee and try a 56-yard field goal. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. I mean, Sam Darnold needs five downs to get a first down. Bears season's going to end on a double doink. Baker Mayfield is better at throwing to the other team. Giants are coming off a worse week than Harvey Weinstein. East, you know? (laughs) It is a direction on the compass. That is just a place that you go. Um, Boy, I'm scared because we're covering the Bills today. I got some shit to say about the Bills. Oh, my God. I don't even want to... We'll just get into it when we get into Let's it. Let's do it. We'll get into it. Let's start out nice and calm and positive. It's hard, to, it's hard to do that. Because this is the NFL show presented by Debates on Tap. I am Brendan. I'm Brian. And as Brian was alluding to, we've already last week you heard the North, AFC, NFC, North, which we have a couple of little things we want to talk about there. You have a couple of things you want to talk yeah, about. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Otherwise, this is our um our our breakdown of the NFL, because Brian and I love talking about the NFL, as you all know, if you know us. We love talking about football. We don't shut up. We don't shut up about it. And uh, we're going to make our way north, east, south, and the west. And then eventually, right before the season starts, we'll get to a big power rankings prediction type of episode. Um, but yeah, this is our just our, just our way of just, just talking, about, talking more to each other and talking about the NFL. And so, you're forced to listen. That's right. And before I start um, screaming about the vaccines, <clears throat> I would like to visit our brew for the day because... Um, if you listen to episode one, you know that we're doing brews from states that do not have an NFL franchise. That's right. That's right. And uh, this week, we have Kona. From Hawaii. Hawaii. And they are famous for hosting the Pro Bowl. Well, they were. They were. Now. <laughs> now the NFL, you know, whatever. But uh, this is Island Ale? Uh, yeah. It's or their, It's their Island Lager. Fi- it's Longboard. Long. Longboard, longboard. You you were getting there, not yeah. You, well, because you, on an island you can longboard, and it's also a restaurant in Kansas Yay. City. So. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So this is longboard from good old Kona. Uh, smooth, great beer. I've always enjoyed Kona. We always love Kona. Yeah. So we have it. Their IPA is also very good, but this is this island lager, man. It's it's in a short little stout bottle. They all are. And, uh, well, it's not it's even stout. stout. Yeah, you're right. they don't fit in koozies. It's a short little thin bottle. Yep. Is this 12 ounces? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm certain it is. It's just uh, it's just not the normal 
uh, cans because it doesn't get uh, up near the neck. It doesn't get as narrow. Right. It stays the same that's size for longer. Stout. Yeah. That's what's yeah. Stout. The it's neck. Hard, is it's hard stout. to get your fingers around that bad boy. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what are you upset about? What do you got to correct? Oh, nothing crazy. Just that I was right about Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> what, what are we doing already? We're doing this. Don't divide the podcast. No. So, so to pull the curtain back, we recorded the the North episode a couple weeks ago, and uh, you heard it a week ago. Now that you're hearing this. Um, but there was a couple things that were kind of up in the air, particularly the Aaron Rodgers situation, which has now been put to rest. And basically, they reworked his contract totally to give him a him and the team a total out at the end of the season. Yeah. So this is basically Rodgers' last Packers uh, season, Packers season yep. in which is bananas and crazy. And to think that Aaron Rodgers is going to go somewhere else is is wild. If he goes to the Raiders or Broncos, I will shit. We'll get to that when we talk about the Raiders and Broncos. Um, I think there are other QB have needy teams that will be willing to give up a lot for Aaron Rodgers. But, um, but much like the Tom Brady situation a year ago, he can he has his pick of the litter, man. And, yep. And I think he's going to go to a team that has a lot more pieces than than some of the other teams. But I mean, Broncos they're they're looking they're sometimes can look very stout. But we'll get we'll get to it. Okay. It's two episodes away. It's two episodes away. But today we got to talk about the East. The East. And we're talking about specifically AFC East. At the top of the division is the Buffalo Bills at 13 and 3. They won the division. They lost in the conference round to the Kansas City Chiefs. Hmm. Um, hmm. They got blown out. Uh, let me say this about the Buffalo Bills. Say um, it. Fuck the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Fuck Josh Allen. Yeah. Fuck Cole Beasley. Fuck Cole. Fuck everyone from the top of the organization all the way down to the fucking bottom. Mm. This is a. Mm. Well, there's some. Pride. Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs is fine. I like him. He got vaccinated. This organization is a trash organization that uh, is threatening, as of a week ago, to move the franchise from Buffalo to Austin. Um, I, I fully believe that they leveraged the team, everything, to build a new stadium, to renovate the new stadium, and basically wanted to move to Austin. That was their threat. And then once that got out, of course, the ownership and GM could go, no, 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 that's not our plan. That's not what we wanted to do. Um, on top of them being a, a shitty, sore loser organization, um, and what they're doing a, as an organization that has the lowest um, vaccinated rate is atrocious and awful. I wish them the worst luck this season. I fucking hate the Bills, especially after <laughs> you are unloading, especially so much <laughs> after last season in the way they were just awful, sore losers against the Chiefs. What did they do? Um, they. I, I don't think I know this. So. During the game, uh, there is a technique in the offensive line um, uh, culture world where as an offensive lineman, there's some offensive linemen that believe I should be the last one to touch a defensive lineman and I should be to needle a defensive lineman, basically. And also, I should be the one that I give the last push. I give after the play, just give some just a little just like, Mm -hmm. hey, how you doing? Looking to cause a penalty from the defensive lineman, yeah. which is what happened. Everyone knows Chris, Chris Jones attempted to throw a punch at the offensive lineman, but if you actually watch the film and look at what was happening before that, every play, he was Getting needled, needled, touched at the end of every play to the point where he was slapping hands away, and also the play where he actually punched the defensive or the offensive lineman attempted to, he was punched in the kidneys. So let's just get that out of the way. Also, I I love I, first of all I love Chris Jones, but love anytime Jones. somebody tries to punch somebody with a helmet on, like what are we doing, people? Me as well as uh, when the game was well out of hand, um, 
Josh Allen was sacked. Not in my opinion, not late, but a lot of Buffalo fans were said late. Well, it's not sacked then. Yeah, he was taken down late. Yeah. Uh, I think it was a sack because Josh Allen saw the ball. Then how could it be late? And then he took the the ball and he threw it into Damone Harris' face, which caused a big brawl. Yep. Which is basically a pet, petulant child throwing the ball into someone's face because he's pissed off that they were losing handily in that game. The Buffalo Bills got really lucky. They played the Ravens in the divisional round on a windy, shitty weather day where the Ravens offense looked like shit, couldn't get anything going. Yep. Justin Tucker missed several field like field goal attempts. Yeah. Um as well as they they just got really lucky that the the Ravens offense just couldn't get anything going. This is a shitty franchise. I I legitimately hate the Bills now. I I I last year I liked them. I thought if going into this season I was like I have a lot of good will and good faith for the Bills. But this season fuck them. I I yeah. I hope they lose handily the the we'll talk about the patriots and the in the dolphins here in a second but this is a franchise that uh uh i i have things to say about do you have anything that you want to say real fast uh i mean i'll you know real quick actual actual news non-opinionated <laughs> news uh as of the time of this recording a couple days ago josh allen signed a five-year extension a big extension um, yes so he's he, it was like 250 million i think or 150 million or something yeah. like that uh to take my objectivity out of it i'm I think Josh Allen is a fun, great quarterback. I was really looking forward to Josh Allen uh, and Pat Mahomes having like a fun Tom Brady, Peyton Manning type rivalry where clearly uh, Mahomes is better, but Allen's always kind of right there, you Correct. know? Um, but now, I mean, he can go fuck himself. He can. I, I definitely think that the addition of Stefan Diggs oh, uh, helped, the helped, shit helped out him out a lot. Um, as you know, last week, last year, not last week. Last year when we did the AFC East, our good friend Ty from uh, Who the Hell Made This Damn Movie and Why the Hell Did You Made It um, was on the show to talk about his 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 rooting team, the Dolphins. What and a he, fun gag. Man. And he had a lot of fun uh, things to unload on the, on the AFC East. I te- Ty could not be on the show, but I, I text Ty and asked him for some, for some thoughts on the Dolphins, which we'll get to, but also thoughts on the AFC East as a whole. And here's what Ty had to say. This is verbatim. This is I'm going to quote here. I, I will, I'll kind of skip some stuff, but quote, the Bills have done everything in their fucking power to make them the most hateable team and not just the AFC East, but the entire AFC. Cole Beasley and his dumbass pseudoscientific approach of, quote, oh, we need more inf- information since they, as they know it right now, means they can keep something from us, end quote. Shut the fuck up, you goddamn moron. <laughs> your fake righteous grandstanding bullshit is putting not only yourself in danger, but your team, your opponents, their families, and so many others as well as the easily swayed people who are latching onto what their favorite anti-vax player from Buffalo has to say, who is also hurting others. This is all dumb. I hope the Buffalo Bills franchise collapses entirely and no one involved with this roster team ever wins a ring. Do you think Cole Beasley's actually anyone's favorite player? No, I don't think so. There's no chance. No, uh, but we're going to, I, 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 you're going you're gonna to lose a, I'm gonna the have podcast. Aneurysm. Um, so yes, yeah, so they went 13 and three. They lost in the conference round. they, uh, Josh Brown, we've been talking for a long time. He needs to make a lot of steps, a lot of improvement. Josh with, Allen, Josh Allen, I'm sorry. And with Stefan Diggs, he made those improvements. He looked good. He had a he had a career year. Uh, came second place, I think, in NFL in MVP MVP votes, if I remember right. I don't know. Maybe. Um, which yeah, so that that was a whole thing. Uh, big losses they had were John Brown, the wide receiver. He's in Vegas now, as well as Quentin Jefferson, a de- defensive tackle, uh, is also with the Raiders. Um, other than that, they didn't lose anyone that I would personally say uh, would make a big difference on this team. Um, gaining, though, they uh, gained Emmanuel Sanders from the Saints, who 
didn't look that hot last year. Uh, Mitch Trubisky is the backup to Buffalo Bills, so we'll see Boy, what happens Quarterback there. battle there. Uh, as well as a couple of things here and there. Uh, Matt Breida came in from the Dolphins, I think. Um, otherwise, looking through the roster, um, the additions of free agency were fine. Totally fine. Um, this is a franchise that basically needs to rely on Josh Allen and his talents, as well as the offensive talents, to, to win games. As well as their, their defense last night, last year was pretty stout, was fairly stout. Yeah, they're just kind of in maintain mode for this year. Basically, uh, they yeah. were close. They were close. They were very close. Yeah. So last year, their offense ranked fifth in DVO. Again, we're not talking a lot of teams about DVO, but I think there's some teams we need to talk about. This. Um, last year, they were fifth ranked offensive DVOA, so very efficient offense, and twelfth ranked defensive DVOA. So so a pretty good defense, right? Um, again, I think that uh, Ravens Bills uh, 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 divisional game they had. Um, was a perfect matchup for the Bills uh, defensively, basically, as well as uh, Lamar Jackson and the uh, the offense just couldn't really get anything going. You know what I mean? So they, I, I still hold firm that they they got very lucky with that. Um, so going into the draft, the Bills needed, I would say, they lost Quentin Jefferson, so they need another defensive line guy. They need a lot of secondary help. And then really th- anything other than wide receiver, because they saw Stefan Diggs. Now they have Emmanuel Sanders, who I think will step up a little bit for John Brown. Um, but if Emmanuel Sanders can go back to a couple years ago when he had like 16 yards of carry, yeah, I think that, that, that'll be what the Bills... I'm sorry, 16 yards of catch. That's what the Bills need. Um, so in the draft, they uh, first round, they drafted uh, an edge rusher and then a defensive end, and then went offensive tackle, offensive tackle, and then went a couple of... Uh, uh, offensive picks and things like that. So, um, so, so fine draft, like you hit the nail on the head. They just need to maintain right. Um, in the AFC, obviously you have the chiefs as the top of the AFC. Um, I think this division is going to get a little bit harder with the dolphins taking a step forward, depending on what Tua does as well as the Patriots, which we'll talk about him in a second, getting a lot of their defensive people back who are gone off COVID and not signing Cam Newton a week before the season started. Yeah. Um, I think that's going to change a lot of the dynamics in the AFC East. Um, this season, uh, the Bills have a tied for 23rd strength of schedule. So pretty easy. Fairly easy strength of schedule. Um, let's see. So last year, yeah, they went 13-3. and three. Do you think they're going to over-under for the Bills? Over-under. Well, I think, you know, I think they got a chance to go on 13-4 and four, or maybe 12-5. and five. Um, But uh, anything, I don't think they're going to get over 13 wins. No, I, I definitely put them as under two. I think their division is going to get better. And uh, again, I... Hot take wise, I hope the Bills crash and burn and just. <laughs> that's not hot take. That's oh, you I'm sorry. Hoping. That's just me hoping. <laughs> yeah. No, I think their division is going to get better. I think the Dolphins are going to take a step forward. The Patriots are going to be just be better just by virtue of being the Patriots in that whole system, and the Jets are going to be the Jets. Um, but the Bills, I think, ultimately comes down to can they maintain the division and can they beat the top dogs of the AFC? And ultimately, I think no. Um, but I think even the Browns could beat them. I think, yeah, I think I don't want to say even. I, the I was going to say, I think there are a lot of AFC teams that can a hundred percent beat the bills. Um, I, I just, I just worry that because even watching Josh Allen games last year, he still was making some of those really weird mistakes, but that's his whole bag. His that, whole gun that is, he is a gunslinger type mentality. And I think with the better offensive line, which is something crazy. I, I saw the other day, excuse me, is that, there was only a few weeks last season, I think like literally three weeks last season, 
where their starting five offensive line was on the field at the same time. Yeah. Um, and already this year, they have an offensive lineman hurt. They have an offensive lineman on the COVID list. Mm. Um, so I, 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 that's my big worry is protecting Josh Allen, giving him the time to do what he needs to do, right? Um, so yeah, so I'm going with under. Do you have a hot take for this team? I have a hot hope. Uh-huh. You want to hear my hot hope? Uh, I think... Nothing would make me happy. I, I, I hope that Cole... <laughs> Yeah, this I mean this is horrible and this is a satire if no one knows. I was gonna say, yeah. Uh, if you listen to our parent uh podcast debates on tap, you are well familiar with this style of humor. Um Cole is gonna get COVID and it's gonna it's gonna be one of those cases that actually messes with his lungs and he won't be able to run routes the same way. <laughs> I as a healthcare um uh worker, I do not wish the COVID the COVID on anyone i didn't i don't either i no 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 no. i'm just saying i'm just saying however <laughs> i hope their whole team gets it is that what you're about to say i just i, I just can't because I, th- I can't remember if we talked about this last time or not uh i haven't listened to an episode uh but the nfl has implemented like if your team gets covid and you can't make the game up within the week you fucking you forfeit that shit. i i actually wish we would have talked about this up top because okay so i i go ahead do think that policy is going to change. I think with, with with how Delta works, yes, which is something I, I'm in the future we're going to talk about. But I think yes, I would agree with you is that that's that's might be tweaked or changed because yes. of what the CDC is finding out with vaccinated people and carrying the vir- uh, virus. Remember, vaccinated people are still going to the hospital and dying. Um, I mean, a million times less, right? than the unvaccinated people who catch it, the right. Delta variant. Generally, if you are vaccinated and get Delta, you have less symptoms, less likelihood of having severe illness or death. You can even be asymptomatic. You could be asymptomatic and still pass it on. Uh, but the NFL is doing that thing where if you are vaccinated, you are just tested every 24 hours. And if you t- have a negative test in that 24 hours, you can go back and practice. Whereas a unvaccinated player has to, m- off the bat, be gone for 10 days, right? Yeah, and I think... You know, I don't know. I, I think it's going to change because as, you know, look, this is new. Everything's new. We're doing research. We uh, should be trusting the people who do this research for a living. Vi- or is it virologist? Uh, epidemiologist, virologist, yeah. You've you got to trust those infectious people. Infectious disease that, experts. That yeah. is their job. We trust people who make cars for a living. We trust people who build buildings for a living, architects. Um, but for some reason, we don't trust some scientists. But that's not this show. This show is football. We'll get so. to it. So, so yeah. So my hot take is I hope they crash and burn, move to Austin where everyone fucking hates them. Um, <laughs> so next up we have... Uh, you know, fa- people say we don't have enough of our personal flair in this podcast. <laughs> I think they're team, wrong. Maybe. Uh, next up is a fan favorite, literally a fan favorite tie, uh, the Miami Dolphins who went 10 and 6. Uh, I think they missed the playoffs. I cannot remember if they... No, they did not play a playoff game. Um, they were they were in that group of people who uh, unfortunately got to the end. Um, this is a weird team to watch, is because they didn't start Tua, kind of how we predicted uh, last time. Um, but they they would put Tua in, and then because yeah, they had Ryan Fitzpatrick, and then put and then they would take Tua out, and put Fitzpatrick in. It was almost like yeah, it was almost like uh, how you see subs like on maybe a soccer uh, soccer game or right, something like that, right. where where you can kind of like just bring people in, bring people in and out. Um, and it, it, you don't do that to your quarterbacks. 
Right. You, you can do that to running backs, wide receivers, but you can't just uh, switch quarterbacks willy nilly because it, I mean, it throws people off. It does. And, and, and that, this is my whole issue with uh, what they did to Tua last year was that if you don't get the kid time to like work through the issues, yeah. like you're not giving him time to like work through, the, like literally like get through. He needs to have Everything seven he gets through, bad you know? throws in a row yeah. so he can and, realize that when he has seven bad throws, he can make a great and, eighth one. And think about like in, in your, your, your listener and your hypothetical job. Think about if you're cruising along in your job and then your boss comes up to you and says, you can't do, your, you can't do it. I'm going to take you out and sub with someone in for like the final 30 minutes of your job. You know, at first you'd be like, yeah, it's fine. But then you'd be like, Damn, I think I can do this job. Like, what, wait, what's happening? Think about like how ultra competitive players are you know the nfl is and for them to do that is is kind of bizarre um and 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 it's fascinating to watch like that development you know because this is something that we talked about last year in that you know tua was uh, had a couple pretty severe ankle injuries and then had his really bad hip injury um like uh in during his college like final college season so going into the draft there's a lot of questions of can he stay healthy blah blah blah, which he did he did yeah um, and, and look like, you know, for lack of a better word, a rookie quarterback, you know, he made some bad decisions, also made some pretty damn good decisions. Um, I think he was helped out by guys like Devonte Parker, things like that. Um, so yeah, so I'm really curious, like what the progression is of the, of the dolphins now, because now they don't have Fitzpatrick. They don't have a, from my understanding, if I remember right, a veteran, um, QB, oh, they have Jacoby Brissett. So they don't have that. anyone of Fitzpatrick's caliber. Correct. They don't have anyone they can really, if hypothetically, which there's a lot of, it's hard to know where the rumors come from, et cetera, but there's a lot of interesting talk about like, is Tua the guy, you know, and which I think it, it's way too early to have those kind of conversations. So I'm kind of surprised people are having them, especially well, since we keep giving Sam Darnold chances, which I like Sam Darnold, but it's okay. You know? Well, I mean, look at Joe Burrow. I know he got hurt. Uh, right, we talked right. about him last week, but um, coming off an of injury, nobody's like, is he still the guy? Yeah, yeah. Whereas Tua didn't even get a chance to really show people because he wouldn't, if he was having a, ba- a rough first half, look at the fuck. Okay. Yeah. The perfect example is the Super Bowl that everyone remembers, the Falcons and the Patriots, <laughs> right? to three, baby. Tom Brady sucked that first half. Yeah, it was terrible. And then he brought it. I mean, and everybody's like, well, yeah, it's Tom Brady. Well, we don't know if Tua can do that. Yeah. Because if he had a rough first half, they wouldn't put we, him back We didn't there. see him like in, in hard, bad yeah, situations. Yeah, so you got to let know? the guy dig out of a hole right. to know what kind of player he is. And I think, um, I know we have some other stuff to get to first, mm-hmm. but that's my hot take is I think Tua is going to be able to start the whole year as long as he stays healthy. I do, I do think that. I think Tua is their man for it now. Apparently in training camp, he's looked really good. I asked Ty uh, about the Dolphins specifically. Uh, he said, "Yeah, if if Tua's recent camp progress and weight room work, uh, weight room work holds up, and everyone everyone else fits into the scheme well, they're a minimum ten win team, and he's truly thinking the playoffs, which I, I can agree with that." Um, I asked him about specifically the Xavier Z- uh, Howard ish uh, uh, things going on, which Xavier Howard is a trade a formally lights out cornerback cornerback, and yes, he he requested a trade, um, but Ty basically said. Uh, Xavier Howard, Howard gave them a couple great years. Um, if they can get a good haul for him, sure. But obviously you want to keep Xavier Howard. Um, but basically Ty was saying that the nice thing is, is that there's absolutely no way Howard could replicate, replicate last season consistently. That's what Ty said. Um, I did say, I, I do agree with that I think Xavier Howard last year was lightning in a bottle in a weird year. 
Let's not ever forget that the last season was bizarre, crazy. Tua got no training camp. Um, I mean, this season's shaping up to be not as different. Well, I, think. I think the big thing with this season, though, is that we got a training camp. We got, we got training, OTAs. Yeah. We got time for people to gel. Um, uh, so I'm very interested to see. How, again, I'm very worried about COVID situations and other thing with teams and the NFL in general. But I think this is a better year to add new players and get guys up to speed and things like that. Where last year, um, there are many stories about how like these young guys, like Tua, he only learned through Zoom, like yeah. the playbook, like building rapport with Fitzpatrick and uh, Brian Flores, their their coach and things like that. It was it was crazy, right? Um, I would also say that cornerback is maybe the hardest position in the league. It's very very tough uh, yeah. because even the best ones can get burnt. Every you know every every play they can get burnt, and if they do, right, that can result in a touchdown. Whereas a, a lot of other yeah. positions that rarely <laughs> aren't is the case. as like feast or famine, right? Yeah, I mean because guys can miss tackles on a run, but then it's two or three guys' fault. It's right. never like. Oh, this one guy got burned. Right, but if you're if you're a cornerback on an island, depending on the scheme, and by island we mean you're you're by yourself with a wide receiver with no help anywhere. Yeah, that is a it's going to go one of a couple ways, right? And I think Xavier Howard last year was lights out, phenomenal. I hope they wreak reconciliation with because apparently uh, Howard's biggest complaints were with his contract. He didn't understand his contract when he signed an extension. Which sure, fine, whatever. Uh, but I but Brian Flores has indicated he does not want to trade Howard at all, which is understandable. So this year they lost a couple big pieces on the defense, specifically guys like Kyle Van Noy, who they released, and he's back in, at the Patriots, as well as a guy named uh, Dav, uh, Davin Godcho Godchax or whatever. sure. But he's he's a big defensive tackle as well, and he went back to the uh, the, the New England Patriots. Ryan Fitzpatrick is now hypothetically the starter in Washington yep. football team. Yep. Um, but looking through the list, that's a couple of other, other, other losses on the um, uh, defensive side. Uh, gaining, though, they had a hell of an offseason. Um, excuse me. Uh, Will Fuller is in from Houston, who I think is going to be a really good replacement. Uh, not replacement, but really good plug-in piece for this offense. Yeah, he's he was great with even whenever he had to step up and be number one, he was great. Correct, absolutely. Um, as well as Shkorpiset, who we talked about, um, Matt Skura, who came in from the he's a Raven center. He is now the 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 Dolphin center, who I think it's going to help out a lot. Um, but kind of like when we talked about the um, uh, the Bengals, uh, the Bengals' big issue was protection, right? Um, what and. The Bengals need a lot of protection. They had really good pieces and offensive weapons for Joe Burrow, which Joe Burrow running for his life had pretty good numbers, whereas Tua was opposite. He had good protection. Their offensive line was pretty good. What they needed was uh, more weapons for Tua. So going out and getting guys like Wolf Fuller is great, as well as in the draft. Also, uh, is, don't they still have, uh, I think it's like Anthony Gasecki, their tight end? Yes, the tight end who, who is pretty damn good. Yeah. But big time top needs I have for the Dolphins are definitely wide receiver as well as on the uh, uh, defensive side of the ball. They need defensive line in line, in like kind of secondary. You know, Xavier Howard's still there, so I'm not that concerned with their secondary. It was as the year progressed, got pretty damn good. Um, so they just need more help rushing, uh, stuffing the run uh, and rushing the quarterback. So first pick of the draft, they they picked Jalen Waddle from Alabama, big wide receiver. Uh, and who, he's fast, despite who, what his name says. He does not waddle. <laughs> he does not waddle around. And correct me if I'm wrong. Did he played with two at Alabama. Did, did he? I, I'm fairly positive. I will he correct did. you if you're wrong. The problem is, is I don't know if you're wrong. I 
we'll just gonna say it. I'm <laughs> fairly positive Jalen Waddle played with Tua at Alabama, and that was one of the big reasons they went and got him. But Jalen Waddle's a, was a, he the one though that was saying that he preferred the other quarterback? That was right. Wasn't that the guy? Uh, I yes, right? Because because then it was awkward that he went to Tua. <laughs> yes. Oh boy, the I think you yeah that is right. And he, the other quarterback Yikes. was the one that went to the Patriots, right? Yeah, Mac Jones. Jones. They both did they Tua and Jones play? Yeah, Mac. They would have because Mac Jones was out from Alabama. So I, so I don't. Yeah. Oh wow, we already have a whole situation there. It's like a it's uh, like a <laughs> it's like a sleepover at a teenage girl's house, right? As well as they went edge. Uh, next pick uh, or a couple of other picks was offensive tackle. They picked Liam Eichenberger from Notre Dame, who I think is going to be a pretty good tackle. Uh, tight end, a couple other offensive picks and things like that. You know what that means in German, right? Eichenberger? Uh-huh. I am hamburger. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so the, the Dolphins were a team that need uh, a little bit more progression on the offensive side. The defense, as the year progressed, looked pretty damn good. Uh, uh, not too many things I'm too concerned with. I just, I think really, 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 this team has to have Tua take the next step and be the guy, you know? Um Next season, uh, their strength of schedule is, I'm looking for the Dolphins. I'm looking for them. I, I am looking. I'm not, like, not looking. That's for darn sure. Uh, they are tied for 27th. Really? So very easy schedule. Uh, do you think the Dolphins will be over or under 10 wins? I think they'll be over. I think, uh, I think they can do... I think they can do over. They've only improved on offense, right. and they even if they stayed the same on defense, it should be good enough. Again, remember the Chiefs struggled for a little bit against the Dolphins, um, right? So I think honestly we were kind of lucky they had a rookie quarterback. I think that helped. I, I would agree with you. Um, that game could have gone either way yeah. pretty easily. Yeah, um, hell of a game though. And then before we get to, we'll just do back to back here. My hot take again is I think Tua is going to not only start, but I don't think there's going to be any questions about. Should we pull Tua, blah, blah, blah? I think it's going to be, this is Tua's team now. Right. It's, him, it's time for him to play a full season without getting fucking interrupted at halftime by his dumb coach. <laughs> and he can just play ball. So if, if he struggles, he might struggle early on, but he'll I, I think he'll show that he can pull himself out of those struggles. And again, that's if he can stay healthy. I would agree with you. And I definitely, I would agree with you. I think this is a team posed to go over um, just by virtue of that team uh, this is not a slight against Tua last year because last year was a weird year for a rookie quarterback. But if they had a, a Mahomes, Brady, Josh Allen, you know, Aaron Rodgers, that team probably could have been scratching in a Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, and that's something that listening back to the episode last year that Ty was hitting on uh, was that this team, you know, Ty Stramp said last year, this team is not a playoff team yet. But in a year or two, this team is is knocking on that door. And I, I would agree with that. I think they're going to go over. Um, hot take-wise, I think they make the playoffs. I think they they Ooh. overtake the Bills. And I, I, I think they're they're ready for that time. I think Tua is going to show out and show the doubters that he's ready to go. I, again, worry about the hip and injuries and things like that. But I think this team is is ready to rock and roll. I, I think, and especially Brian Flores is a great head coach, and I think they're they're ready to go. So yeah, so now the Pats, now the New England Patriots, who went seven and nine. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's not to me, there's not a lot to say. No, there's basically you could run it down very quickly. Is that um, they had six defensive players exempt from the COVID list. Um, guys like Kyle Van Noy went to the Dolphins as well as like I think another 
um, uh, defensive player went and then they came back. Um, and then, of course, I mean, they didn't really have a quarterback after Brady left. And then they picked up Cam Newton literally right before the first game. And Cam actually looked pretty good until he got COVID. And yeah. then after he got COVID, he wasn't the same. I'm not saying that it was related to COVID. No, I think it was a mixture of, well, one, uh, Josh McDaniels, their offensive coordinator, had to basically just go like, we got to make the most simple game plan game option like ever and they went with a lot more that they were not used to where they they really tried to force cam to carry it a lot of run option type stuff yeah and they were trying you know again 2020 was very strange they were trying to make cam comfortable i think but they were trying to force that too much where it was like well he was doing fine yeah it's cam newton dude like cam newton is he can sling it he's great he's fine um and I think, yeah, I think uh, with with their additions this year, I think they're going to be a better team. But you'll tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I mean, we can yeah cruise through the, the Patriots because I, I I agree with you. They're going to be a better team this year just because they their the off season was pretty damn good and all by all accounts their camp is going really well. Um, I, again, just by virtue of having guys like Josh McDaniels, Bill Belichick, the defensive minded coach. Ever heard um, of him? Yeah, if you've ever heard of Bill Belichick. Um, I, I think just by virtue of all that stuff and having more time to cohese, like this team's going to be f- better. You know, it's yeah. the Patriots. Um, so big losses they had last year was, of course, Joe Tooney, who went to the Kansas City Chiefs, yeah. um, as well as uh, Rex Burkhead, one of their running backs, because they had a they went by running back by committee type of thing. So he's gone to Houston. Uh, Jason McCourty is gone. That one's uh, rough. But... Corner, quarterback, he went to the Dolphins. That's a big one. Uh, I don't know how I missed that one earlier. Whatever. <laughs> Uh, but that's really all I can look looking through the list. That's the biggest names I can really think of. Um, but gaining, like like Brian said, they had a hell of a of an addition. Matt, so just like walking through this list, Matt Judon, who's an outside linebacker from Baltimore, came on. Uh, Johnu Smith from Tennessee is there now, ten, uh, tight end. Hunter Henry, another tight end from the Chargers, is there. I really like Hunter Henry. Nelson Aguilar from the Raiders is there, who had a bad year, like a fine year last year, but I think everybody this, has a bad year at the Raiders. I know it's the Raiders. Uh, like I said, Cal Van Noy, uh, inside linebacker for the Dolphins, he's back, who was a Patriot for a long time. He's going to be a good leader uh, for those yeah. new guys. Boy, uh, you just look through this list, and, and and I think this team is poised. I think to to be a lot better, right? Especially now that Cam has, has an off season, right? So so going into this year, draft wise, you know, Cam Newton, I I think is a guy, but he's not the guy for the Patriots. You know, I don't what I mean? think so. No, I, I again, I love Cam Newton, but I think just the style of Josh McDaniels and things like that, I don't think Cam is that guy. He is a um, transitional piece to the next step. So they still need a, a quarterback of the future, essentially, to learn under Cam, to learn the system, and to get in there. As well as uh, the big thing we talked about with Tom Brady last year, or, or the year before that, was that Tom Brady, the reason why he went to the to the, to the the Buccaneers is because he wanted strong, outside, fast receivers, yeah. which the, the, the Patriots had never really had. They did pick up Nikhil Harry uh, last year, who has... Wants a trade <laughs> already? Uh, which, yeah, what? You, I think I sent you that. Nikhil Harry, who was a rookie last year, he's already once out of oh yeah, yeah. the Patriots, uh, which is crazy. Um, so they need wide receiver help as well as you know losing Jason McCourty in secondary. They need a ton of uh, at all levels of, of the defense, right? So first pick of the draft, uh, they they pick Mac Jones from Alabama, who Jalen Waddle said he liked more than two. I think, and you think that's going to be the next guy. Uh, that is definitely the the man of the future. I mean, I know that's who they want it. That's who they want to be the next guy. But yes. do you think he's actually the next guy? Yeah, you watch Mac Jones' film from college, and he 
plays a lot like Tom Tom Brady. He fucking his body looks like Tom he, Brady's he body. He plays like Tom He's Brady. A soft boy. He's a and again, it's hard to say with how weird the college system team is and system is and things like that. But I think Mac Jones can do it. He's a smart kid. He doesn't have a lot of physical attributes, but he plays a lot like Tom Brady. You know, and um, I, I think yeah, in that system with with the the Patriots laws, as long as Josh McDaniel's system keeps cruising forward, I think I think they'll be fine. Uh, and then looking through here, they picked a lot of yeah defensive tackle, edge, uh, linebacker. And then offensive tackle wide receiver at the end. So focusing I mean, on defense, yeah, 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 a fine draft for the for the Patriots. I mean that that's just what they do. You know they they're big. Last week we were, or last, yeah last week we talked about how teams like the Patriots are so good about um, quote unquote churning the roster, right? Yeah. Of you you do want good players like Stephon uh, Stephon Gilmore. Um, you know, uh, Kyle Van Noy, the Tom Brady's of the world and stuff like that. But you have to have enough talent to just do their job yeah. around them. And you have to know when to let guys go. Correct. So. And and that that's the Patriots have always been built on that. And that's why they've won countless Super Bowls in the past 20, 30 years, right? Um, so th- strength of schedule-wise, they are tied for 19th. Um, middle of the pack. Middle of the pack. Not too bad. Not too bad. Um, but yeah, so what do you think? Do you think the, the Patriots are going to be over under seven games? They're gonna be over. Yeah, um, they're gonna be over, even if it's just by the simple fact that there's more games this season, right? Um, and I think for my hot take, I think Cam. This is now we're getting into the fun hot takes. Let's cause, do it because I don't give a shit about the Patriots. Yeah, <laughs> I think Cam is gonna have. He's gonna be in talks. Is gonna be in the running for MVP. Right. I think he's gonna. He, this camp's gonna help him. I think Josh McDaniels is gonna learn how to use him. And I think yep. that little competitive spark where, like, I don't want to lose my job to a rookie, even if I don't stay here, I don't want to be the guy that gets benched for a rookie to come in. Right. I, and I, I think he's going to start trying to play even harder than he normally would. And I think he's going to have a year similar, right. stat-wise, to his 2015 Super Bowl appearance. When it was, yeah, phenomenal. When he was with the Panthers. Right. I, I can agree with that. I, I definitely I agree with you. I think they're going to go over just by virtue of the season and cohesion and getting a lot of guys back. Uh, I think they're going to be a lot better. I don't really have a hot take. I and I like that a lot about yeah Cam Newton being having an MVP season. I, I definitely think Cam Newton's going to be a lot better than what we saw last year. Um, I think the Patriots just in general are going to be a lot better. So um, I don't really have much of a hot take other than they're, they're going to be better. They're just going to be better. Um, so yeah. So moving on to the NFC. Right. We don't need to talk about the Jets. We'll talk about the Jets for two seconds because I think uh, there's there's two interesting or a couple interesting things to talk about the Jets. Oh god. Um, so yes, yeah, so New York Jets. <laughs> Went two and fourteen. They Good were for them. Terrible. They won two games though. Look yeah, at them. Yeah, they they won two games and they tried their hardest. Under. They're going to be under this year. Yeah. I, <laughs> no. Uh, big thing is is they finally let poor, sweet, wonderful Sam Darnold go because Adam Gase and that franchise fucked him over so badly. Yeah. Um, I think. Um, that Sam Darnold can be a good quarterback. It's just he can be fine. He can be a Ryan Fitzpatrick, right? Yeah, he, so, can, he can get you some places. Yes, he. So he is. He is long gone now. Um, but what can you say about the? Uh, yeah, Robert Sala. So they got a. They hired a new um, head coach in Robert Sala, who is the defensive coordinator for the 49ers for several several years. Who, from all accounts, is a great player developer, great coach developer. Uh, I think that's going to be a very good move by the Jets to do that. The 49ers rode him, his defense, <laughs> to a Super Bowl. <laughs> Correct. 
Um, so I think just by virtue of that they're going to be they're going to be better. Um, but gosh, it's just kind of just like where do you start with this team? You know what I mean? Um, their defense looked fine at at points last year, but also was just kind of just really really bad. Um, they were the thirty first ranked offense mm. and the twenty first ranked defense. Um, so again. And in, in by virtue, just but what the DVA's, DVOA is and the statistical stuff, their defense was kind of more middle of the road than what you what what you would think. Um, other than Robert Sala and getting rid of Sam Darnold, looking at this team, uh, they got Joe Flacco. Great. Uh, elite. We can, we can talk about eliteness uh, their way. Um, not really. They didn't really do much on free agency uh, or get rid of guys. Uh, getting in-wise, they got Corey Davis, wide receiver from the Tennessee Titans, uh, Sheldon Rakins, who was from the Saints, uh, a big defensive tackle. Great. Good for them. That's and really that's it. it. Marcus Joyner from the Raiders, and that's really it. That's that's it. Uh, so going into the draft, this team, where do you start? <laughs> ne- they, they, it was a giant rebuild season last year, and this is the thing about the Jets is that they were doing their best to suck for Trevor Lawrence, and they fucked that up. And they couldn't do that. Yeah. Uh, so they, but they still needed quarterback of the future. They had, they got rid of Sam Darnold, uh, Godspeed mononucleosis boy. Um, but now they're, they're stuck without really anyone at quarterback. They need secondary help, offensive line help, defensive line help, everything. Right. You say stuck without anybody, but you already talked about they got Joe Flacco. <laughs> He's elite. <laughs> you, you are right. You are right. I'm so sorry. Uh, so with the second pick of the draft, because they missed out on Trevor Lawrence, idiots, they picked up Zach Wilson. Uh, quarterback from BYU, that baby face little fuck. Who I don't want to disparage anybody. Okay, I just don't think Zach, Zach Wilson's not going to be that good. His name's Zach Wilson. He's the the local uh, cashier at your at your uh, yeah. grocery store. And that's not to say Zach Wilson's going to be terrible, but like he's better than us. He's definitely better than us at football. But playing at BYU in that conference and ball like it's like what are you what are we looking for you, you know he's a mormon <laughs> probably uh so yeah so but i i uh, so zach wilson was a big thing they picked up a guard elijah moore from mississippi who is a pretty good uh, wide receiver um as well as going uh running back and then a couple cornerbacks and then defense from there on out <sighs> uh strength schedule wise they are tied for 19th Middle so, of the road. That's not good news for them. Uh, so, yeah. So, very middle of the road. It's going to be a tougher season. Uh, Bry Guy, do you think they're going to be over under two wins? I'm going to say under because it's fun. <laughs> I think they're going to be under. I think they might be at, at, even if they win three, though, that's technically the same. So, yeah. I think this team is going to push. They're not going to be anything better. But I think for a hot take, I think here's what we're going to see. I think we're going to, I think we're going to see Sala committed to having Flacco start. Right. And Zach learn yes i would like to hopefully Salah knows that you you can't throw you have a rookie to have a, yeah into i i think when he signed with the jets he he knew i'm gonna have to do some work here right and i think knowing that he's not gonna say well if i throw zach in he's gonna fail just like darnold failed right right so he's gonna learn flacco has won a super bowl you can't take that away from him he did win a super bowl. you cannot take that away he has a super bowl ring so regardless of what you think Flacco has made some decisions correctly, right? Right. So I think he's going to tell Zach, just watch, just listen, and then we'll, we'll you'll get it next year, guy. You'll you'll be our starter next year. 
So I, I think I can, I can I can get behind that. My hot take is Flacco is going to start all year, barring injury. I think that sounds good. I think my hot take is Joe Flacco is going to be elite. <laughs> it's not a hot take. That's a well-known fact. Yeah, uh, it's the Jets. I could not. I, I had such a hard time paying attention to what they did in the offseason and all kinds of stuff. So it's hard to say anything about them. Isn't this the team with the fan like Fireman Bill or yeah, whatever? who retired because he hated the Jets so much? Yeah. Yes, that that is him. He's coming back. That's my hot take. That's a good hot take. Anyway, uh, so we're going to take a little break and we'll come back for the NFC East. Brendan Vargas, win me over. Should we wear masks? I would say yes. Science on my side because wearing a mask prevents the virus from spreading to others. You won't kill your grandmother and we can actually go to movies. Uh, But science also shows that you look slightly dumb. So either keeping everyone else alive, including my grandmother, and I get to go out eventually or look a little weird i'm gonna go with brendan on this one yeah dude wear a mask dummy wear a mask dummy i guess the debates on tap official stance is wear a mask and we're back (laughs) (laughs) nobody else knows but you did some shit with your hands just now that was i did magic trick look like cole beasley trying to catch a football boy Fuck Cole Beasley. uh yeah we are on the nfc east now uh now of course we are afc boys yeah. So this might sound quicker than the last one, but uh, they, it's just because they, the, the NFC, NFC East was so bad last year. Uh, so top of the division was 7-9. and nine, Great. Washington football team. Yeah, this was a bananas year for the NFC East because there was a long, long stretch where people were just like, can we just let another NFC team go into the playoffs and just forego the East? Just because they tried their best. A just, losing uh, team made the playoffs. Yeah, correct. But they almost was beat the first seed in the and. By because of their defense, almost beat the Buccaneers. Jeez, uh, that, that was fucking crazy. Uh, so yeah, so I mean, what can you say about Washington? They, they're going to have another good year at defense. Yes, their defense was was great. Was Chase was, was a top three defense. Chase Young. He's going to have another good year. He's phenomenal. Gonna, a better year, I think. Uh, quarterback wise, hey, they got Fitzy, baby. Yeah, they got my He's going to have some magic. He's going to get him to a winning record. He was definitely coming back. But I mean, really. Looking at their list, yeah, they, they had a big offseason where they signed a lot of guys, but like, I don't really know. Uh, I, I I like their uh, uh, t- Terry or Tyler, Terry McLaurin, their rookie receiver that they had last oh, year. Oh, yes, yes. I like him a lot. He is great. And he had Alex Smith throwing to him. Yeah. Remember? Now he's going to have Ryan Fitzpatrick, which I would argue that Alex Smith is technically better. Technically I, better. Uh, but honestly, if you if I take the Kansas City fan out of me, they're probably around the same <laughs> talent level and, and production level. But really, yeah. But Fitz has that ability to do some of that crazy shit. Just to be Fitz Magic, baby. Yep. So I think they're gonna yeah. Just It'll by fun. yeah, just by virtue of just being Fitz Fitz Magic. It's yeah. just gonna be great. Uh but yeah, their defense is gonna be still phenomenal and still great. Uh looking at the list, they lost Ronald Darby to uh, the Broncos. Um, but really that uh, they didn't, they lost more offensive pieces than they did anything else. Uh, Dwayne Haskins went to the Steelers. Uh, Great. That was a whole thing. Uh, good Lord. But gaining wise, uh, yeah, like I said, they had a big off season where they signed quite a few players, uh, Curtis Samuel, wide receiver, Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, Bobby McLean, uh, uh as well as other people, uh, Deion Yelder from the chiefs, uh, tight end. Um, but really, I mean, say what you will. NFC sucks. So (laughs) let's talk about the draft. Uh, Draft wise, they need just a lot of offensive line help. I mean, that's why all of their 
quarterbacks were hurt at one point or another because their offensive line just actively tried to kill their quarterbacks. <laughs> as well as, other than um, their defensive line, defensive front, and their secondary, they need a, they more, a little bit more help at linebacker um, just because they just need better run stuffers, things like that, as well as coverage linebackers. And then they need maybe one day a quarterback... <laughs> They'll get it. To step up. They'll get it one day. Uh, so in the draft, first pick of the draft, they picked a big linebacker out of Kentucky, uh, then went offensive tackle, uh, and then a couple other positions, but nothing that really jumps out at me or any names that really jump out at me. Um, but otherwise, fine. They're going to be the Washington football team. Um, I don't know if they're ever going to pick an actual name. That's my big oh, thing. God, that would be my hot take, it. they're not going to pick a name ever. <laughs> They're just going to stick with fucking <laughs> the Washington football team. I think, uh, yeah, that's a really fun one. I think they're going to go over. Over seven, seven wins. I think they might go. Well, they can't go eight and eight anymore. Well, real fast, uh, they're tied for 15th string schedule. So so with all, there's a lot of ties in the string schedule this year. So it's, that puts them up kind of a little bit, little bit higher. So above 500. I still think, I still think they're going to go above 500. I, I, I would agree with you. I think other than the Cowboys, who I think it's going to take it, Getting Dak Prescott back, who we'll talk about in two more. But are things. they going to get Dak? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. We'll talk about it. Uh, Washington, I don't think has a lot going for him, but just by how bad the NFC East is and likely will be, just and by incompetence and just by how good their defense is, their defense strung them along with as much as I love Alex Smith without a quarterback yeah. <laughs> or an offense for 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 seven games, and then went to the wild card and almost beat the Buccaneers. Yep. With the guy who was working uh, sales at like a Dillard's <laughs> oh, yeah. or something crazy like that, right? Like yeah. with a quarterback who was like working retail yeah. before he got signed with the football team. So uh, Tyler Henneke, or I think, I can't remember what exactly his yeah. name is, but um, but yeah, I, I, I Big agree. Big Dick Ty is what his name is. <laughs> they are going to go over. I think their defense is going to, I think Chase Young is going to get uh, defensive player of the year. I think he's in a defensive MVP, baby. My hot take is also dealing with a player. I think McLaurin. Is gonna get uh is gonna lead the league in receiving. Right, I, I like that a lot. I think yeah, this team is just because the NFC is is bad. Other than probably one other team, um, is gonna be a lot better. So that's good. Yeah, hot take wise, uh, is Fitzmagic elite? Yes, we're moving oh, I on. Thought your, I thought your hot take was Chase Young winning. He is. He is. He is. He is. He is. How about, how about. <laughs> <laughs> We've had some beers. We're still drinking Kona, which is great. From uh, Hawaii still? Yeah, still from Hawaii. Still from they Hawaii. haven't moved nope. in the time that we started this. So uh, next is the New York Giants. Uh, they went 6-10. and ten. They Dan- were, Daniel Jones is still their quarterback. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so they still have Joe Judge, uh, their head coach, who believes um, they had a uh, – I don't know. If, if for those of you that don't keep track of training camp stuff, um, they had oh my a, God. a giant oh my fight. God. A brawl breakout between the offensive and defense. And this was two weeks ago. This is two happened. weeks ago that you hear this. And Joe Judge was screaming, yelling at his players, sent all the coaches off the field and made the team punish them by running gassers, length of the field sprints, push-ups, push-ups etc. Which every, I think I've only seen one NFL player, Michael Irvin, come out and say that was a good thing. <laughs> every other NFL player was like, no. <laughs> but, what do you, but what do you do? Because it was a giant team brawl. You don't want your team. I mean, emotions get high. Right. It's always, especially in football. Uh, I mean, it it comes down to 
offense versus defense. So the defensive guys are close with defensive guys. Offensive guys are close with offensive guys. Right. right. So you have that. But when it's the entire, like from what I heard, <laughs> the entire fucking team was involved. It was everybody. Daniel, and Daniel Jones, Jones was like on, on the bottom. bottom of the pile. So if you have your franchise quarterback on the bottom of a fucking right, pile, right. you are pissed off. What do you do? You just scold them. They don't. They won't give a shit. Well, that's what they asked. I think Robert, it, listener, look up. Uh, I, I can't remember how exactly, look up, but Robert Sala. They asked him about like disciplining players, and he had a great answer, basically about like you lead by example. You get leaders on your team to like make guys like like step up to the occasion, right? And he's like, sure. Like you're gonna have guys like fight or argue, like player like, offense defense, but like by punishing players by making them like. You know, do stuff like that. I think that that's where the issue comes. It in. works in high school, correct? But like, <laughs> does it work in a guys are making millions level. of dollars? Also, uh, uh, former uh, Cowboys coach Jason Garrett, uh, he is now the the Giants' offensive coordinator. Last year, um, he approached the podium, and people were asking him about it. Blah, blah blah. He was a big nerd, but when he was leaving, a reporter said, "Thanks, Jason." He stopped, stood back up, and said, "You will address me as coach." And only coach. Oh my god! So what Brian, is going on? on out, there? You can only address me as coach. Okay. Oh, I thought you wanted me to doctor. Uh, I, I, the Giants are a bizarre team. Um, and again, if you have an entire team, right? If if you could rely on <laughs> right. team captains, because I couldn't name a player on the Giants other than Daniel Jones. That's what I don't. Re- I mean, they had. So a, it's not like you can go like with the Chiefs. If that happened with the Chiefs. You bet your ass Tyran would not be in that fight. <laughs> right, correct. He would correct. be pissed off at his guys in that fight, right? Right. So Giants, what they lost was just a couple bi- couple players, uh, They uh, or big name players, I'm so sorry. Uh, Kevin Zeitler, he went to, he's a guard. He's a very good guard for the Giants, or was a very good guard for the Giants. Uh, went to the Ravens, um, excuse me, as well as uh, Dalvin Tomlinson, uh, defensive tackle. He left... Uh, and, and they've also the, had like three players retire in the last. <laughs> and also, they <laughs> the had three weeks, three veteran older uh, offensive linemen retire. And they basically said, like, no, it wasn't because of the gasters in the fight. But I mean, it was basically because like <laughs> we're older guys who just we don't want to take a, up a roster roster spot. But that's I think they were older guys. Who I said, think they're older guys who are like fuck this. Fuck yeah, I don't want to be a part of this team. <laughs> but what the. Uh, free agency wise, what they gain, Kenny Galladay is here from the Lions, a uh, big wide receiver. Kyle Rudolph is here from the Vikings, tight end. Um, Devontae Booker from the Raiders, uh, running back, um, as well as Zach Fulton from the Texans, a uh, 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 lineman guard. Uh, uh, Reggie Raglan is here from uh, linebacker from the Detroit Lions. So you look at this, uh, what they've gained, and some pretty good names yeah, and things yeah. like that. But can they put it together but, under Joe Judge? No, they can't. They're going to be worse. And what's his name? Uh, what's the quarterback's name of our? I literally Daniel Jones. Good God, I forgot his name already. <laughs> um, Only player we know. I know. Uh, so going into the draft, what they need? They need a lot of um, defensive help, linebacker, defensive line. They also need offensive line help because they lost a couple pieces pieces there as well as guys retiring and then more weapons for Daniel Jones other than Saquon Barkley and now they have Kenny Galladay who's another big wide receiver for the Giants no I think you're going to see a lot of dump offs to Kyle Rudolph even though I feel like he's 40 I I don't think he's that old but I mean it feels like he's been in the league forever he's 32 yeah in football years that's 52 ancient so in the draft, uh, first pick of the draft, they pick Kadarius Tony from Florida, wide receiver, who I think is going to plug in and be pretty good for that team. 
as well as edge defender. Uh, they picked cornerback, another edge defender, a running back, and then a cornerback. They only had six picks in the draft. They didn't have a lot of picks. Yeah. So that's why they went kind of crazy in free agency. Um, strength of schedule-wise, I was just looking, at they're, they're 25th. Hmm. Just by virtue of the NFC East being so bad. Yeah. Um, and I think you already kind of said it, but do you think over under six wins? I mean, I think they're going to be, honestly, now that I think about it a little bit, I think they're going to be about the same. I think they're going to be a 500. Well, now you can't be 500 team, but I think they're going to be like eight, yeah. nine, nine, like in yeah. that area. So it's, I mean, it's a little better, but what I would like to see, honestly, it'd be fun if either the football team or the Giants just soared ahead and like became this like weird like right, 12 right, win right, right. team you know because yeah. <laughs> after a year of when nobody has a winning well, record that's what, I know we haven't really talked about uh, uh, last year in our hot takes and our predictions stuff like that but like we were really high on the NFC East last year and <laughs> I, I'm why, serious. Why are we hosting? I don't know. This I don't we know why are we talk. About we should just football. do Chiefs. We should just talk <laughs> Chiefs all the time. But we were higher on the uh, NFC East. We thought it was gonna be very competitive. With uh, technically, it was. The, <laughs> they were only a game away. Virtue of <laughs> only a game are. away. But we thought uh, teams like uh, the the Cowboys are gonna be really competitive, and then Dak Prescott leg got blown up like it stepped on a mine. Um, as well as uh, we thought the I thought I thought the Eagles were gonna be. They were going to caca and just <laughs> soar, and they just fell flat on their face. That's just because we love It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> and then the Giants are just the Giants, man. Like, I I, I think Daniel Jones is going to be fine. He plays a like a Manning, you know what I mean? But, like. He plays like the other Manning. The bad for Manning. The he plays like the Manning who doesn't play. Our, yeah. He plays like a, the younger the brother. brother. <laughs> So I, do you have a hot take for the Giants? Uh, Did you say I can't? I don't know. I yeah, don't. they're they're gonna get another fight. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna get another fight because uh, yeah, Jones is gonna break his leg. Yeah. All right. So we're moving on to the Philadelphia Eagles, who or no, the Dallas Cowboys. I'm so sorry. Who went six and ten? See, this is what I'm saying: is we were right. It was competitive as shit because it wasn't the NFC East the one that came down to like the last game, week seventeen. It did. It came down so before late before you yeah. knew who the playoff team was. And then that we'll talk about the Eagles and like what happened with them. But that was the reason why the the football team went to yeah, the playoffs. So we were right. We Brendan. were well. They were competitive <laughs> in their own division. Uh, but yeah. But next up is the Dallas Cowboys, who went six and ten. Big storyline with them is new head coach Mike McCarthy last year, who we we talked about last season that Mike McCarthy was because of how weird the season is, and also because of Jerry Jones was not allowed to bring in a lot of his own staff. Yeah, you know. So it was kind of a weird transition that way, and as well as putting up record numbers with the uh, offensive weapons he had was Dak Prescott, who then, like I said, his leg blew up like he stepped on a landmine and then was out. Gross, man. Then they they were stuck with Andy Dalton. Well, what are you going to (laughs) do? But now Dak's back. Um, sorta, because guess what? Because now his shoulders fucked up. Now his shoulders are fucked up. Now he's had shoulder issues. Um, Ezekiel Elliott, and and this is something we were going to talk about a little bit whenever we get to the Titans and Derrick Henry, but... um, Ezekiel Elliott has come into camp and now he's playing it like he lost 10 pounds because he wants to be a little bit lighter mm-hmm. uh, as a running back. Um, this was a team, yeah, that like Dak Prescott got hurt. All of their offensive linemen got hurt or left the team. Um, good offensive weapons. I mean, you had guys like Amari Cooper who blew up and did great. CeeDee Lamb, I think, is going to progress and do really well. He's had a really good camp. But the but the issue with the Cowboys has been for years now is their defense is just awful just terrible and they tried to address that with micah parsons they did so who actually is also having a really good camp yeah so free agency wise who they lost uh they lost 
there's no one really. Xavier Woods went to the the Vikings. Who that's probably. I mean, as a safety, that's probably the only real name I could say. Um, they lost a couple of uh, offensive linemen, but really, that's it. And but gaining wise, yeah, or, or who they signed? Uh, they signed a uh, uh, re-signed Jordan Lewis, who's a cornerback, um, uh, as well as. Uh, that's really it. That's all I have. <laughs> Um, not, nothing. Malik Hooker, Hooker from the Colts, yeah, uh, safety. That's that's, that's a good really one. Good, yeah. Um, but other than that, like, I in off in the free agency, they didn't really address it. But yes, um, when it comes to the draft, they, I mean, look at like everything they need. Um, all positions, all besides positions quarterback besides and quarterback back. and running back. Um, but yeah, they need cornerback. They need offensive line, just plug and play, just depth pieces there. But then safety, defensive line, and linebacker. And, of course, first pick of the draft, big linebacker Micah Parsons, who I think is going to be great. Then they lucked into uh, Kelvin Joseph, cornerback for the Kentucky Blue Jays. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. I don't even know who Kentucky's mascot is. I don't know why I said it. But, it's not the Blue <laughs> But Kelvin Joseph is, is a great cornerback. I think he's going to be great. Then they picked up a defensive tackle, defensive end, another cornerback, linebacker. And then in the fourth round, that's when they started doing more offense and things like that. But... Um, I, I'm worried about Dak Prescott because concerning in, in camp, he came back and looked good running around wise and then started throwing and then had some shoulder irritation, which it's like, that's not good. But I don't think he's thrown in a, in a while. And that's what I think it is. Maybe he just needs to enter in, enter back in a little slower. I would agree with you. I, 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 just by virtue of how tough everything is and his big injury with his foot or his ankle, uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, strength of schedule wise, they are down at thirty one. So they so really, as a Cowboys fan, you gotta hope. I, you gotta give them no excuse, kind of. Dak's back, hopefully. You you hope that you had young receiver. Yeah, you got you got this young offensive core. You have Dak. Correct. You have C.D. Lamb. You have Ezekiel Elliott, and you still have Amari Cooper. Correct. You, you don't have a reason to not yeah, be you, good on offense. You hope that much like last year, whenever Dak was on pace for like a five thousand yard season, something yeah. insane. Uh, you hope that yes, they 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 pick right back up and they're able to the, to continue that. Um, with that with that easy strength of schedule they have, and if Dak stays healthy, I think they're they're definitely over. I think they're over, and I think, and again, this all depends on Dak right. staying healthy. I think. Uh, my hot take is that they're going to have an offense similar to um, it was the 2018 or 2019 Rams. Oh, yeah. Remember when the Chiefs and Rams got in that like 50 point? One of the best Monday Night Football games ever. <laughs> yeah. I think they're going to have an offense like that. Yeah. That is also going to be hindered by their defense because Micah Parsons can only do so much. That's right. And so I think they're going to have to win games by shooting out. Oh yeah, that, I mean that's what they did. Like they they uh, they had the game against the the Falcons where they were down like twenty points yeah. and then put up forty points in the fourth quarter. And Dak can do that. Yes. So I think that's the kind of season they're going to have, and it's going to be frustrating for fans because they're going to lose by three sometimes because their defense. They're, they're going to have hold. a lot of close wins, but yeah, I think this is going to be hot take wise. Caveat: If he's healthy, an MVP season for Dak. I think. Oh, I love it. I think it's going to be a huge year for Dak because I mean he's coming up on. Um, coming off an injury, a lot of doubts, a lot of like questions, things like that. I think the Cowboys, the reason why they're holding him back from, he didn't play any of the preseason game, which uh, Big Ben did not either in the, the Hall of Fame game from uh, yeah, a week so it's ago. Not that, That's not that big of a deal. Yeah. It's like the pre, it's like the very first Hall of Fame game, preseason game, which no one played. 
Um, but I think they're they're just being cautious because they're like it's Dak Prescott. Like we don't want this guy to like you know get hurt even worse, as well as all all the weird contract stuff going on with him and you know extension wise and all kinds of stuff. So I think God willing, if he's healthy, it's going to be MVP year for Dak. And even if he doesn't, I think he'll definitely get. Um, I guess I have two hot takes. He's going to get comeback <laughs> player of the year. Yeah, I, I I can I can live with that. I like that a lot. All right, so we're moving on from the Cowboys. Now we're moving on to the 4-11 and Philadelphia Eagles, who for two years now it has felt like everything that has that could go wrong yes. has gone wrong. Yeah. Um, because uh, two years ago um, their season was marred by just in, they were the, the most injured team in the NFL. Which is always a nightmare. Last year, one of the highest injury rates in the league Carson Wentz looked like shit and then went, I'm not playing for this team anymore and yep. just look like, just stop playing. Do you think, uh, as a doctor, that you are? Yeah, sure. What's up? Do you think maybe it has to do with, I, I'd be interesting to see, or interested to see it, their strength and conditioning team. Yeah, there, there like is. Like who their coaches are. Right. And, there, there is a lot to say about like um, their training staff and uh, their strength and conditioning and things like that. I think if I... Uh, again, no, we are. I, I don't think I know. <laughs> their training staff and their medical staff have been like sued or called out multiple times for being like really terrible. Yeah, well, um, especially like the way Carson Wentz has been injured multiple times and the way they've like done stuff with him. Um, and then last year with everything that happened with Carson Wentz and Doug Peterson, and you know, that was that was brutal because again, in the in the weight room, if you're doing shit wrong or they're you know, they're having you do bad shit that can right. predispose you to to just being more uh likely to get injured throughout the season so right that's what I, you know I, i'm curious as to like their strength and conditioning staff what they're having them do if that has anything to do with it or if it was just truly fucking bad luck so i don't know right uh yeah so <laughs> this year with, with with philly um carson wentz is gone He's now with the with the Colts, but he has a broken foot now, which we'll talk about here in <laughs> yeah. a little bit. So that's um, not poor guy. Uh, the strength and conditioning healthy. part. Um, but Jalen Hurts came on at the end of the year because, and that was a great that. Okay, so this is what we want to talk about. This is the main thing. Um, Carson Wentz is gone. This team, when healthy, has is much like the Chargers has a really great roster, and um, but there was a there was an, a big thing at the end of the season where there was a big battle for the NFC East. Um, about who about the the Cowboys or the Gi- or the Giants could have won the NFC East if the Eagles would have beaten the the Washington football team, but in the third quarter, Doug Peterson, head coach for the Eagles, pulled Jalen Hurts out of the game and put in the backup, and everybody basically saying yeah. and not saying we're we're going to lose this game for a better draft spot, um, okay. or or fuck the Giants. Or whoever I think it was, would, a, I would think yeah. it was a couple things. I think it was they wanted the better draft spot and they wanted to fuck the Giants over and send Washington football team ahead, um, as well as um, <laughs> just insane things that happened with him. Uh, I don't know is, is Doug Peterson still the head coach? That is a great question, and I am happy to talk no. slowly while you figure it out. Doug Peterson is gone. Thank God it he is sucked. Nick Siriana. Nick Sirianni, who was the former um, uh, offensive coordinator or offensive assistant for the Rams or the Colts or something like that. He is a idiot. Um, 
I I I don't think he's gonna be the guy to put this franchise where it needs to be. To to put it lightly. Yeah. Because I, I don't think he's ever Yeah, so he he served as offensive coordinator for three seasons with Frank Reich in at the Colts and then left to become uh, 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 the Eagles head coach and everything he has said and done. He seems like a wet blanket who I don't think is going to do anything <laughs> that, the, that the Eagles really need to do. And it's not going to be pretty this year. I mean, is it ever pretty? I like Jalen hurts a lot. Yeah. But I just, I, you know, what's their strength of schedule. You know, so what, uh, oh yeah, draft. So they lost, free agency <laughs> Jalen Mills to the Patriots which I think is a big deal Deshaun Jackson is with the Rams now I mean um yeah his time was over I know so then you just kind of look Nate Sudfield quarterback he's oh, that's not a good one <laughs> um and then free agency wise who they signed they I mean oh we fucked up no, uh, we didn't. We Joe didn't Flacco is left the Jets and went to the Eagles so it's opposite well of that whole thing that's the thing with the Jets is that my hot take: looks Zach Wilson is only with the, pay, the the quarterback for the Jets. I think if we didn't lose any listeners, whatever <laughs> they were like, why are they fucking talking about Joe Flacco? Uh, but yeah, but they signed Anthony Harris, who's a safety from the Vikings. Stevie Nelson from the Steelers. So Ryan Joe, Kerrigan, who is a hundred years old, Joe from, Flacco is with the Eagles. Yes, I, I looked at it wrong earlier. And Zach Wilson is alone. Yeah, he's the only quarterback in the Jets. Oh boy! <laughs> I changed my hot take. Yeah, let's go back and record that. Um, and then draft wise, they need everything. They need wide receivers because they don't have any wide receivers. They need secondary help. They need offensive line help. They need everything on defense. Uh, first pick of the draft, they picked Devonta Smith from Alabama, big wide receiver, who I think will be pretty good. Well, to see how Jalen Hurts looks, or is Flacco going to start? Now we don't know. Now I'm... who knows? Boy, our hot take. We'll, we'll flip our hot take for the Jets, and then they. Second pick of the draft, uh, round two, pick five, they picked Landon Dickerson, the center for Alabama, who has not been cleared to practice yet because he's coming off of ACL repair and stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm, that was that was that was something. Uh, he was tied to the Chiefs draft for a long time, and I was like, I don't want to pick a guy who's not going to play this year. Yeah. That's the big Landon we Dickerson is not going to play this year. Um, and then defensive tackle, cornerback, uh, running back. Uh, defensive guys and then edge. They had uh, several picks in this draft. Um, strength of schedule wise, they are last. They are thirty second. Easy, easy money. Do you think? Easy money. They, I mean, for under four, they're going to be over. Yeah, they're going to be over with that strength of schedule. Um, I mean, again, unless they're just the unluckiest team in the world. Four and eleven and one. They they did try right. one game. Uh, unless they're the unluckiest team in the world. Which, and they get hit again with which, the injury bug. They're going to be over. Right. I, I would agree with you. They're going to be over just by virtue of an easy schedule. The The NFC in general, there's a, a few teams in a division like um, the, the West, who's very good. Um, but the NFC is not like the AFC where there are many teams coming up. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so I, I definitely agree with you. I think they're going to be over. They're going to be way over, but they're going to be over. I don't think they're going to be... Pushing for a playoff spot. Now that I said that, they're going to win the Super Bowl. Um, but it's just you look at all the pieces. Jalen Hurts, who I, I, God willing, I hope is going to be good. But their head coach just 
is an asshole. <laughs> it does not look like he's going to be able to lead this team the way it needs to be led. What's his name? Nick Nick Cassoni? Nick Sirianni. Sirianni. Hey. That's what's going to happen. Give me a sub hey, sandwich. Hey. Do you have a hot take for this team? Uh, Joe Flacco's going to start this year. <laughs> Zach Wilson is going to get benched. No, I don't. I don't have a hot take for the Eagles. Um because no, my hot take is uh always sunny in Philadelphia's new season is gonna have something to do with the Eagles. <laughs> Somewhere and they're gonna have an episode. Go birds. Um yeah, I don't have a hot take. It's the Eagles. I I said they were gonna win the Super Bowl last year and they did not. Did you? No well, no. That's a joke. Yeah, I thought they were gonna be really good mm. and then everyone shit the bed and everyone got hurt. Yeah. And no, my team that I thought was gonna win the Super Bowl was the Saints. Oh yeah. And then Drew Brees did not have a shoulder. To throw. Well, we were both right about the Chiefs making it, making it, yeah. Uh, but yeah, but I think that's 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 it for the for the East. Um, if we talked about your favorite team, let us know what you think about the Bills. Boy, yeah, please God. Uh, you can email us at de- debates on fans at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter, debates on tap, find us on Instagram, debates on pictures. We will interact with you or whichever medium you choose. That's right. Uh, I mean, just don't choose a medium. They they're scam artists. They crossing over with john edwards don't choose this is a joke about mediums about like psychics yeah yeah i get it if it didn't land with you it I surely you didn't enjoy it shirts at first i was like you know i want to pick medium shirts like, what do large we or small yeah that's it <laughs> uh you know join us next week for the south not we we don't think the south will rise again we will not say that i hope not uh, but join us for the South, and we'll go over your favorite AFC and NFC team, and we will definitely get all the quarterbacks correct. Yeah, unlike this time where we just read something wrong. <laughs> Otherwise, we're fine. Uh, but yeah, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.